Angus at Work, a podcast for the profit-minded cattlemen. Brought to you by the Angus Beef Bulletin, we have news and information on health, nutrition, marketing, genetics, and management. So let's get to work, shall we? Hello and welcome back. This is Angus at Work. I am your host, Casey Brown, and I am joined by an additional host today. Um, I am excited to introduce you guys to our intern, Lindsay. Lindsay, tell us a little bit about yourself. Like Casey said, I am Lindsay Son. I am an agricultural media and communication major at West Texas A&M University. I am heavily involved in the agriculture um, department at WT. I am a ACT officer as well as an agricultural ambassador and I also work for the department and I'm super excited to be here at the Beef Bulletin this summer and get to learn from Casey and all the others and I'm just really excited to be a part of the podcast today. All right so today's episode um, we are going to talk about how the American Angus Association how one of our five pillars of our long-range objectives is to foster profitability for commercial cattle producers. And that is a really big part of what we do at 3201 Frederick um, here in St. Joe. And so today we're going to talk to um, our commercial programs, um, Troy Marshall and Johnette Gottsweiler. Um, Hello, welcome. Thanks for being here today. Um, tell us a little bit about your backgrounds in the beef industry. Uh, this is Troy Marshall. I'm the Director of Commercial Industry Relations with American Angus, and uh, I've had a circuitous route to get here. I started off uh, at Cattlefax and I worked for actually some other breed associations along the way. Uh, my wife and I, we ranched in eastern Colorado for about 25 years uh, prior to coming to the American Angus Association. Well, Troy, if you had a strange way, I guess I did too, because I am still doing a little bit of, uh, I'll say, farming here in Missouri. Uh, this is Johnette Gottsweiler, and I actually started out working for the association approximately 30 years ago uh, in Angus Journal and media and, and selling some advertising and have kind of transitioned over to the association. The latest title is Director of Verification Services because I sure enjoy working with those commercial cattlemen. Give us kind of an overview of how the association's commercial programs work for commercial cattlemen. That's a good question. And really, it just boils down to we're trying to put more profits in their pockets. And we do that by giving them the opportunity to describe their genetics and management in their cattle. um, And hopefully where they can receive some premiums and really leverage the value of those genetics and their superior management they're putting into their cattle. Troy, you did a great job of of analyzing that, and I guess the only thing I'm going to add about that is, you know, as as we move forward, and especially in today's market, we start looking at those bottom lines, and and at the end of the day, we've got to try to help keep um, most of our, or all of our commercial cattlemen, if we will, um, in the black. Uh, because it's getting tougher and tougher every day to make that happen. And so therefore, you know, commercial programs is is the department that's going to try to help those guys uh, stay in the black, as Troy said, with genetics and also with these verification programs. Because, you know, the thing of it is, is it's harder and harder to get more acreage, but we can sure make the cattle that are on that acreage worth more money. That's a great point. Tell us, I mean, commercial programs is is a big deal. Um, we have a lot of people who work on this. How big is, is the department? How many people are working on that here at 
at the association. Well, you know, we're really blessed with that 13 regional manager team who also helps out and, and does on-site reviews and are out there marketing that every day, as well as our board of directors and, and every other entity and person within 3201, because everybody knows that that at the end of the day, in order for our seed stock producers to stay in business, they need to sell more bulls. <laughs> but if we're going to get down to uh, the commercial programs department, obviously, Troy and I are here. And then we have a team of two part-time people as well as two full-time people with within uh, just this department. So, you know, we're supported well by the association and appreciate each and every one of those members who do that. One of the, the best things I've heard from commercial programs is, or commercial cattlemen is that they get to talk to the same person every time. Um, so when they call into the association, what are they calling about? That's probably about Angus Link. Um, tell us a little bit about Angus Link and how that helps commercial cattlemen. You're exactly right, Casey. Uh, one of, I'll just say, one of the great things about our staff is that each and every one of those um, have definitely been in the cattle business and, and most of them, everyone still have cattle today. So we try very hard to match up the, the administrator, as we call them, with uh, the producer because we all know that that there's different types of people and some that that uh, work faster than others so we try to match that together as well as as that location if you will because people in the west may ranch just a touch different than people in the east and so you know we try to match up those people and and like you said that way you're working with the same person year over year and the other thing is that enrollment process because we are a USDA program needs to be very similar from Maine to California California. So we do have to check the same boxes, but you know, there are different ways to go about that to make that enrollment uh, easy for that producer. And I guess I'm like to interject here real quick. You know, there's there's a little bit of a misconception when you start talking about a USDA program. Gosh darn, that's going to be really difficult to, to enroll in or whatever. And, and you know, it, it's not. It's, it's, you know, you've got an on-site review with a regional manager or a contract auditor that's more like a herd visit. You've got an enrollment form with somebody who probably loves cattle every bit as much as you do. So, you know, it's your opportunity to brag about your operation and, and kind of paint a picture of just exactly what you're doing because every one of you are doing it just what you need to do. You're probably keeping those records that you need to keep. We just need to have a copy of them and, and do that enrollment and training with you and and just think you get to brag for about 30 minutes about just how great your operation is so we're talking about the the claims within angus link tell us um the the overview of of what those are um for those audits so great question and you know one of the things just kind of to go at the base level everybody's going to enroll an agent source uh, you know when when we rewrote angus link here a few years ago uh we we took it so that all the claims were uh, kind of an add-on. And, and again, you know, if you've heard any of our um, talks out in the country, you kind of know that we put up that there's, it looks like a pickup and you get to choose what you put on it. And, and you know, that's exactly right because everybody likes different things and their management style may dictate those those different claims. So agent source would be the base claim. Of course, if you're using all registered and 100% transferred Angus bulls, you can enroll in the Angus verified claim, which is free. 
if you choose to have uh, maybe another breed of bull on the place, but mostly Angus, uh, you know, the GMS or genetic merit scores, I know that Troy's going to talk about in depth here, is, is an option because we are able to score calves that are not out of 100% registered sires and use that as a benchmark tool or use that as a marketing tool for you. Then we also have a non-hormone treated cattle program or we like to refer to that as NHTC. Again, no hormones, so I think that very much uh, speaks for itself, as well as you can do an all-natural program. Uh, so we, we have lots of things to choose from, as well as a cattle care and handling claim that's going to mean that you're um, BQA certified. And then, of course, we have a calf health program that we call calf management. We also are in the process of working on some additional claims that will be rolled out, uh, hopefully here within the next couple of months. So, you know, we're always upgrading the program and keeping up with the market trends and, of course, what feeders. Uh, packers and consumers are needing. Angus Link does a really good job of helping commercial cattlemen set themselves apart. How are or what are some of the other services that um, commercial programs offers to commercial cattlemen? That's a good question, Lindsay. I think one of the biggest things is that we're really providing to for the seed stock producers an opportunity to, to use the programs as a customer service tool so they can build relationships with their customers help them market those cattle, um, and actually serve as just kind of a conduit to kind of build those relationships. So w we also work with all the supply chains and any of that out there, just trying to promote how Angus genetics work in the commercial segment. And we actually served on Ed and I too as kind of a sounding board back to the Angus board and the, and the Angus association of what's happening in the commercial side of the business. Johnette, you mentioned the genetic scorecard. Troy, can you explain that and how does that tie into how commercial programs is working for commercial cattlemen? Well, always one of the most frustrating things about marketing feeder cattle has just been our commodity system where we, we know that we're doing things right and we are putting the right genetics, but do we get paid for it? And we've had that reputation cattle um, out there, but the problem with reputation cattle is it was just really hard to not very many people knew of your reputation and so what the genetic merit scorecard was just created to provide an objective reliable way of describing the genetics in a pen of feeder cattle and I like to say we're kind of it's not a perfect analogy but we're really almost creating a set of EPDs for that pen um, and we describe the cattle for how they do in the feedlot on the grid and also just an overall beef scores what we, which combines the feedlot and grid components and so with those three scores the buyer or the feeder uh, has opportunity to know what those cattle are made up genetically and how they should perform and uh, we're really excited that we're actually putting genetics into the pricing equation for feeder cattle for the first time. How do you ensure the validity of those numbers? Um, what goes into that? Well, thankfully, the one thing the American Ang Association does really well, and that's describe genetics. And so there's a lot of people that have faith in the association. We have the world's largest database uh, that we built those off of. And with all our national genetic evaluation and genomics and all that go into creating those EPDs and genetic numbers for the herd bulls. And that's what we do. We just look at the herd bulls and the historical herd bull inventory to create those numbers, the breed composition of those cow herd. And I think one of the exciting things with the genetic side is that 
the buyers have now got an appreciation for what those genetics will do, and we've been able to validate that. We have about 125,000 head now in our database, and uh, it shows that we actually do a really good job of predicting how those cattle are going to perform. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so you said that's that's a large number of cattle we've got in uh, in this database. Um, tell us some of of the benefits that these cattle and these ranchers have seen from our programs. Well, the most obvious one that we're always focused on is dollars. Mm-hmm. And uh, over the last three years, the people employed or enrolled in the Angus Lincoln program have received about $12.4 million in premiums over the marketplace over the last three years. And to give you an idea, last year in the video sales, we were just a little over $13 per hundredweight. Um, so that's $80, $85 per head. Been a pretty good return on investment there. Um, and it, of course, depends on the program, and we see those vary from time to time. Um, usually there's a hierarchy where NHTC like last year averaged around $13 if they had the scorecard and that goes up to the gap bundle where they're getting about $18 per hundred weight but uh, we've seen pretty significant premiums in the marketplace COVID too changed things just because and that's one of the exciting things about all the USDA programs is that we for the first time we had to worry about market access and just having market and that flexibility for the buyers they've really enjoyed that premium angus link was first angus source it's it's gone through some some growing pains how do we explain to producers what it is how is it the same or different from what it was and why they should use it now well you know casey that you're, you're exactly right there was it but i'm going to focus on what it is today i guess Perfect. more than anything because you know, while, while we've came full circle with many things today, Angus Link is is a program that is easy for producers to enroll in. As I've said before, as Troy mentioned, it's a great way for seed stock producers uh, to provide some customer service tools to, to their buyers. And it's a great way, as we're looking at this generational shift, uh, for these calves that are in the marketplace to, to have more market access. Because, you know, one of the things that we've seen as, as we've started to move into the sale barn arena uh, and, and do some calves with some age and source and some of those genetic merit scores is, is those calves may have always went to that same buyer. And we've been able through that marketing document uh, to list those calves on that site and get a few more bidders at each of those sale barns, which has opened up those doors for these producers who are using these programs to maybe go to some unique locations that, or some different locations uh, that they've never had. And so, you know, I guess for me right now, that's probably the most exciting thing for this program is to open more market access, getting more bidders to utilize uh, these great Angus genetics. We all know that that Angus has about that 70% market share. Uh, while while you know we don't want to to seem like we're trying to take over the world if you will but we also know that those calves gain and grade really well that these producers are are looking at more market access we're also seeing that feed yards are are looking so that they also can try to buy these better calves excellent um Lindsay, do you have any questions We've talked a lot about how Angus Links help helps producers uh, put a little more money in their pocket. Is there anything else that it does to help set them apart from other producers or anything of that nature? 
You know, I think you probably hit the nail on the head there, Lindsay, because this does help set you apart. You know what? You're one, you're coming to market with a calf that has an EID tag that that several of these feed yards are going to use every day for identification, which is obviously awesome. But you're also coming to market uh, with a verification certificate and it's showing that, you know what, that you are really proud of your calves, that you have done some other management things to really set those apart. Well, I'm not saying other people aren't doing those things they're not going through the motions of adding that extra value by enrolling in a program and if you're a buyer there on the seats and you see these marketing documents come across on that email and you've got time to kind of look at that and study those genetics and and what you've done to those calves versus just that calf running through there for that 90 seconds on that sale ring it sure makes a difference if you've got time to study that and you know that's where I think at the end of the day you know this program really helps set them apart you know they're just not black hided cattle they're cattle that have a program behind them they're cattle that have a seed stock producer behind them they are cattle that are out there to help make more money so you know that's where i think it really sets them apart awesome um and then you guys talk a lot about working with video sales and things of that nature so kind of tell us a little bit what that looks like you know, so most of these video sales as well as sale barns are going to have reps out there, but obviously video sales have a have a large number of representatives. And, you know, so they're going out in the country to try to get more and more of those calves enrolled. And they work every day with, with these producers. And, you know, that's why we really value those relationships as well with each of our video sale uh, companies because those reps are also carrying the water, if you will, for us because they realize that there's additional value to set those calves apart. And so when we get there those days, and just like today, I just had a request from one of those reps, hey, send me those genetic merit scores so I can write that up. You know, they also help try to market those calves, if you will, uh, because they're contacted by different people too to say, hey, I'm looking for X or Y or Z in that combination. And so, you know, if they're able to give those uh, potential buyers a pretty good list of those calves that are really going to work for them, you know that's very advantageous on sale day and so again we work very much with those reps uh, prior to and even after the sale because you know what they've got to come pick up those calves on the ranch if you will and so you know we're providing those shipping documents and marketing certificates and things that are going on to the feedlots so you know again we try to get back to those people again very quickly you know that's the one thing I guess again I, I, I don't mean to brag about our our program but you know we have very quick turnaround we're very sensitive to the producers time as well as the reps time that that it takes uh, to do these enrollments and so we're very cognizant of that and try to make the program uh, flow as easy as we can but yet making sure that we do everything to get that accomplished and again we are one of the only programs that does provide that online marketing assistance and I think that truly is what sets us apart. Well said, Jonathan. I'll just follow up with that, too. I think we're helping commercial cattlemen not only differentiate their product, but also to create more value in the long term. Um, and I think part of that's by benchmarking where they're at, knowing where they are relative to the rest of the industry, and kind of keeping them appraised of trends and economic drivers that are happening in the marketplace. And I think one of the things that separates American Ang Association is we're 
you know, created by cattlemen for cattlemen. Uh, we're a nonprofit organization, and really, the only way we manage or measure our profits or success is by making commercial cattlemen more successful. Excellent. Um, let's talk more about some of those benchmarks, because um, that's that's one thing that seed stock producers can use with their EPDs or or with their their record keeping. But commercial cattlemen generally haven't had as much access to. Let's talk about how the the genetic score genetic merit scorecard can help with that. And the scorecard's different than EPDs where it's an index. And so 100's industry average. So it makes it really pretty simple to do that. So if you have a score of 100, um, like in our database, roughly, that means you're going to be running about 36, 38% CAB, 6 to 8% prime, that sort of thing. Um, if you're at 125, you're 25% above average. And over time, as you get your scores from year to year, you can see if you're gaining relative to the rest of the industry or if you're actually losing ground um, and if you're above average. Now, we actually, we don't have very many producers because we tend to have progressive ones that are signing up. Um, but if you are below average, that's a pretty good sign that maybe we need to look at why that score is where it's at and what we can do to raise that over time. One thing you mentioned that just kind of hit me differently. We know commercial cattlemen do their homework when they're buying bulls. They do their homework. But this is kind of the first time I've heard about buyers do their homework too, or maybe it's just not something we talk about as much. Um, And it feels like these programs help buyers do their homework and find the cattle they need. It is amazing how much genetics impact profitability for the feed yards. Right now, when we went from four to eight dollar corn, you know, cost of gains went from seventy to eighty cents. A 14 difference in feed conversion on average calf is now another hundred dollars or more. Mm-hmm. The bottom line, you look at carcass weight, another fifty pounds of carcass weight, and then we always talk about quality grade and the value of choice and select. And we've actually seen the CAB to choice and the prime to choice premiums increase this summer. Um, and again, with the current economics with higher corn, that's going to even grow. So the value of genetics become actually more important in this time of high input costs. Um, and the feeders out there are actually getting very sophisticated with their databases and collecting information. And um, they've really learned the value of genetics. They want to know and characterize those cattle. Troy, and that was a great, great thing about feeders are are analyzing those cattle more because you know they're also analyzing their buyers more too because if if those buyers aren't bringing them quality cattle that are bringing more money or or maybe are costing them money or if cattle are actually misrepresented to those buyers it's an easy way for them to figure that out and because of all the data today and so as you said Casey you know you don't think about that buyer in but you know that's one of the reasons I think that buyers like these programs so well is because you know what it it is easily traceable not that people can't figure that out but on the other hand is is you know you're probably when you are having an on-site review or you're having stuff documented you're probably going to make sure all the t's are crossed and the i's dotted and and that gives again additional confidence to those buyers excellent um what haven't we asked you about that you want commercial cattlemen to know about either Angus Link, Genetic Merit Scorecard, or other things that we do here in the Commercial Programs Department? Well, I I know we've hit upon many of those things, but again, I guess I'm just going to kind of bullet point it. One, these programs are easy to enroll in. Two, there are premiums associated with these programs, but 
I will kind of throw this out here. You know, you 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 know, if you if you have poor quality cattle, enrolling in a program is not going to make them better. So you know, if you are doing all the things that you need to do, it obviously just highlights it even more greatly as you get ready to sell those calves. Uh, number three, I know Troy really hit upon this, but you know, it it gives you that opportunity to benchmark and to learn more and to actually become even better when you go to buy your bulls from your seed stock producer. I know your seed stock producer is probably definitely leading you down the correct road, but it's going to give you a more meaningful and in-depth conversation with him, and he's going to learn more about where you're wanting to go. Because unfortunately, that poor guy doesn't have a crystal ball any more than I do, and, and you really need to work with him in tandem to accomplish your goals. So I guess that's the one thing I guess I would like to point out to our commercial guys is work with your seed stock producers, help them understand where you're going so that you both can travel that road together and and find success. I think it's an exciting time in the industry. The value of genetics and the opportunity to differentiate your product in the marketplace is growing. Um, And it's also highly competitive. And really just the Angus Link program is here to help producers document the good news and what they're already doing right and and hopefully get paid for it that's a, a great way to hit that it's it's a lot of it's about relationships and providing the information those relationships need um we all know that the cattle business is really a people business so i like to end my podcast on something good um as we wrap up so if you guys would share both of you um lindsay you too you can do it too um share something good that's happened to you either personally professionally or both well, I'm going to say yesterday at the Corn Belt Classic uh, video sale, prices were really good for program cattle. So right. I'm going to say it was a really good day because as we start off the summer video sale season, you know, it's always always a concern of, okay, how how are things going to go? And, and, you know, when you get off on the right note, I'll tell you, it can only go up from there. <laughs> Well, I guess from an industry standpoint, I'd say the most exciting thing for me is we're going into a period of historically tight supplies with historically strong demand, and that's a pretty good combination. And from personal note, I guess uh, the big thing in our... We had our three kids get out into the real world, and they're all gainfully employed and all doing right. well, so I'm excited <laughs> about that. Well done. Yeah, Lindsay, your oh. turn. Well, I would have to say that my... Um, time here at the Angus Beef Bulletin. So far this summer has been my great news. I've had a lot of fun. I've gotten to travel and visit a few different places so far and starting my first um, story this week and going through the pictures and got to conduct the interview yesterday. So I'm really excited um, to, to see what else I get to do this summer. Right. Well, listeners, thank you for listening. If you want to find out more about our commercial programs department, check out both Troy's and Johnette's columns in our Angus Beef Bulletin Extra. Um, they're both on the marketing page. Uh, you can find that at angusbeefbulletin.com extra. And then the marketing tab at the top. Um, if you want to call and ask more questions or want more information about enrolling, um, feel free to call the association at 816-383-5100. Thanks for your time, and this has been Angus at Work.